You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in St. Augustine, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, October 21st, episode 3044, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. Uh, Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this Friday. We have Amy Engels going to stop by today and tell us about her super interesting trip to Mongolia, where she rode horses and hunted with eagles. And uh, I'll post a picture in there of her with an eagle that uh, is quite impressive. Plus, we have Auditor Staff is joining us. She posted, what, a couple days ago about a rescue pony that she got, and we have to talk to her about it. One, it's stinking More specifically, cute. she said it was a really bad ad that she ended up purchasing. And I love it when Misery Loves Company and uh, more than one of us purchases a horse from really bad ads. This horse had so many burrs in, in everywhere in tail, mane, forelock, and she got, posted a picture after she got the burrs out. I want to know how she did it because I would have just roached the thing. I would have just got yeah. the clippers out. You but, have no tail anymore, friend. <laughs> I don't know how she did it. I really don't know how she did it. So we need to find that out. That's going to be one of our missions today is to find out how she got the burrs out. You know, we don't have those in Florida. We used to have them in Pennsylvania where we lived, and the horses would just come in covered. And there's nothing more annoying because they do it every day they come in with a new batch every day you guys have them in oklahoma we have stickers that we we battle because they're tremendously terrible to have out in the pasture um because they're painful and sharp and frustrating but these burrs i don't think so yeah, we had, I, you know, in the Northeast, we had them all the time. And unless you kept your pasture, and the, we had them worse in the farm that was 100 acres, because you just have to keep your pastures really mowed for them not to be there. And I couldn't keep up with 100 acres mowing. So, uh, so yeah, they came in with burrs. And this horse looks like it was just incredible. So, anyway, uh, we'll be talking to her about that a little bit later on. But first, we do have some daily winnies for you and some other stuff we're going to talk about. And first up. I only have one auditor birthday this weekend, and that's Diana Stuckey. Happy birthday to Diana. Well, I would like to give a daily winning out to a few people. My husband took me out to a lovely fancy dinner last night for my birthday, and my dad arrived in town, so he is now here. And I was thinking, Glenn, you can either talk to my dad in the post show, or I can do... I can read my birthday gift from Lucas. Um, I can give you just a, a touch here. Why don't you talk to my dad in the post show instead of I read this story? 
in the post show. What do you think? Uh, it's up to you. All right. Well, my my other daily when he goes out to Lucas, he he wrote me a book. He made a book, and it's called "The Story of Horsies" <laughs> to my wonderful mom Jamie by Lucas Jennings, and each page is a drawing of one of my horses. And then there's a, a little um, like bio, like a little description of each one of the horses. So I'll just read you that right now. Okay. Uh, there's Duke. Duke, a sweet, very old man who tends to be an optimist and tries his best to make everyone happy. Okay. Then we have Ace. Ace is my three-year-old thoroughbred. Ace, like Miles, but a little more sensitive and has an easy time finding girls because they <laughs> like him. <laughs> also, he's nice and definitely less inquisitive than Miles. Okay, then we've got Miles. I didn't know we need that much about your horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Miles, inquisitive. This is my three-year-old illusion. Inquisitive, smart, and quick. Girls aren't too interested in him, <laughs> but some are. He will be sensitive at times, but it's very sweet overall. Okay. <laughs> then we have Zeus. <laughs> Can't wait for this one. Zeus, a grumpy, but kind of sweet horse. That's pretty sensitive, both mentally and physically. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And then the He's story, trying to be so nice here. I know, I know. The story is um, about about the horses. So one day there were, I'll just give you a little brief here. But there were four horses that enjoyed their life. Uh, something grazing, getting taken care of. When a new horse came, and who knows what happened? Well, I do. It was a beautiful day. Duke, Zeus, Ace, and Miles were eating and stretching. When they all saw a hay house pull up. Why did that moving hay house pull up? Asked Ace, puzzled. I do not know, said Duke. And after a bit of puzzle in his voice, then they saw a red horse pull out of the hay house trailer. So the hay house <laughs> is a horse trailer. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. And it says, who is that? Asked Miles. Why would I know? Said Zeus unexpectedly. And you shouldn't, <laughs> said Duke gently. <laughs> but anyway, so it goes on. This is a whole story of the new horse arriving. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I remember as Lucas was working on this, you know, hiding it from me. He was like, Mom, what's the new horse's name? And I was like, I don't know, bud. I don't have a name for it yet. He was like, but I need to know the new horse's name. And now I know why he was so frustrated with me. So in the story, the new horse that pulled up, his name is Red. And so um, once he comes out of the hay house, Zeus calls dibs on naming him <laughs> and then proceeds to name him Red. And there is a picture of this red horse, and it says, Red, a good-hearted, brave horsey who loves everything except for peanut butter. <laughs> he hates peanut butter. <laughs> Intelligent and is pretty well socialized. Kind of. Okay. So, officially, the new horse 
shall now be ever known as Red. (laughs) (laughs) So my whole point of reading all of that is the new horse has a dang name. And I didn't come up with it. I never get to name anything. He is. He's a chest. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was just kidding. I, I was going, is the whole new horse red? I couldn't remember. Yeah. So well, that, uh, no, that's actually, okay, uh, my, my son has named the red horse red. He, and I, I always he wrote a book about him. it. <laughs> he did. He wrote a whole story about him. And it's like six pages long. I'm not going to read it all to you. However, I would like to say that um, I always make fun of people in Western barns because they'll have a black horse and his name is Blackie. And they'll have a chestnut or a sorrel, and his name is Red. And then I went to a barn that had a Palomino, and they called him Yella. Like, I, I, and so I always make fun of people, like uh, Western people, because all their horses are just named the color of their horse. And now, <laughs> you have a red. I have a red <laughs> horse named Red. <laughs> See, are you sorry now that you didn't name the horse first something else? I should have come up with something. <laughs> you know what, though? It's fine. Like, it's great. Then, then I don't have to. The pressure's off. We could I don't probably have to find name. a Greek god that has a red in the name somewhere. There's a lot of Greek yeah. gods. Yeah. Well, you know what? They want, then Chad's like, I'm going to look what red is in every other language. And like, no, it's just red. It's just red. So <laughs> red it is, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The I new can horse spell is it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and what's awesome is he spelled Zeus wrong really Just like I do? Yes. It's not Zeus like Tuesday. It's Zeus, Z-E-U-S. It's Do you know Z-U-S. every time I write it in the show notes now, I look it up to make sure I get it right? Yeah, uh, you, I, you I sp- screwed I've up I've spelled time. it wrong since the beginning. Yeah, it's, it's really not that <laughs> I, hard. See, Lucas but... and I, we're spirit animals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yes, basically, I spell like a nine-year-old. Yeah, pretty yeah. congratulations. <laughs> Although I there's one part in here he writes the word accidentally and spells that right. Like <laughs> you can't get Zeus right, but you can spell accidentally and apprehensive. Yeah, he was <laughs> using some big words in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was good. Hey, so, I have um, a breaking news pretty awesome. for you. Oh, what's your breaking news? Breaking news is it was just Jennifer just sent this over to me from the other side of the trailer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, it came really far it to did. get to you. Uh, they announced King Charles' coronation date. Why is that important? Because it's in the middle of badminton. So uh, they're going to do the coronation on May the 6th, which is a Saturday. And that is also cross-country day for badminton. Mm-hmm. So badminton has to change their because it draws like a hundred thousand spectators. So they're changing their schedule. So now what they're going to do instead of uh, Thursday and Friday being dressage and then Saturday being cross country day, which is also the day of the coronation, they're going to do Friday and Saturday dressage and make Sunday the show jumping or the cross country day, and then they'll finish on a Monday. I mean, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> She would never have done that no. <laughs> to us. Okay? Well, you, did you hear he's starting to sell off some of the racehorses? He sold 10 of her racehorses so far. He's starting to... Stomach hurts. <laughs> so we were, th- we, we for a brief period of time, thought about going over next year for badminton. And now I'm glad we didn't. Can you imagine what the rates are going to be and stuff for people in there for coronation? I mean, the flights are going to be expensive. The hotels are going to be expensive. It just would be a nightmare. 
logistically. So is Emma okay? That's what we all Emma, want to know. Yes, Emma is staying at the Royal Muse, and I, okay. I did see that, and she's staying there, and she's getting ridden by the Royal Muse people. Okay. Uh, so the grooms are riding Emma, and Emma's going to stay, but I guess some of the racehorses are, are, are vacating, are getting sold off. I don't I know. I want a racehorse that's owned by, used to be owned I by know. the Queen. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. You could put the royal seal right on its butt, right there. I, and believe you me, I would. <laughs> I believe We're freeze it. branding some stuff. <laughs> I believe it. All right, let's go to our title sponsor today is Kentucky Performance Products. And then we're going to come back with our first guest who just got back from Mongolia, which seems to be the place to go now if you're looking for adventure on horseback. Each week, you carefully plan out your horse's training schedule. You work with your trainer to fine-tune his flat work. You school through grids to perfect his jump and set up multiple courses to educate your eye. You enjoy long hacks to keep his mind fresh and body strong. Show day arrives. You take a deep breath as you enter the ring. We've got this, you whisper so only he can hear you. You move as one, sailing over each element in perfect harmony. The feeling you get when it all clicks. It's why we do what we do. This feeling is brought to you by Joint Armor. Joint Armor's complete formula provides your horse with the nutrients necessary to support healthy joints throughout his lifetime. Joint Armor maintains fluid motion and flexibility in hardworking joints. It supports normal cartilage development and reduces joint deterioration. Joint Armor provides high levels of both glucosamine and chondroitin, plus 100 milligrams of hyaluronic acid. Best of all, Joint Armor is affordable. One small jar lasts up to 75 days. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Well, we have Amy Engel coming on right now, who just got back from a really fun trip for a great charity. Hi, Amy. Hi. So you decided that uh, riding in the United States wasn't good enough, that you were going to (laughs) go all the way around the world and ride some crazy ponies in Mongolia. How did that come about? Well, it was um, a really wonderful um, series of events that allowed me to take this trip. My good friend, Emily Esterson, who uh, edited Coverside, the the fox hunting magazine for many years, she said, hey, I have this friend who needs a journalist to go and cover this fox hunting trip in Mongolia. And I'm not really interested. Are you interested? <laughs> and I said, <laughs> oh, yeah, sign me up 100%. So she got me in touch um, with Mary Williams, who is out of Arizona. And she's the coordinator of this fox hunting trip. And it just sort of evolved from there. That I, I was able to go because the trip filled. They got enough people. And so I could tag along and experience this truly once-in-a-lifetime trip and um, bring back this experience to share with others and hopefully inspire more people to go and travel. So how was it? It was once-in-a-lifetime. I mean, an incredible trip um, in every possible way. The people of Mongolia are just so interesting and warm and uh, welcoming and and just fun. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, you know, we were in uh, Ulaanbaatar at, to start and around that area, and that is the eastern part of Mongolia. And the people there are 
Um, they're Buddhist, they are Mongolian speaking, and they're kind of a, a stoic, shy people, but incredibly welcoming and warm. Um, when you get to know them, they're really funny and really just delightful people. And then we traveled to Bayan Olgi, which is on the far west side of the country, and that's where the Kazakh eagle hunters live and hunt and um, you know, everybody is nomadic herders that's that's the culture across the whole country um, but in the west that's a as a Kazakh people they're Muslim and they are you know these traditional eagle hunters that's part of what they've done for forever um, so we were able to go out and ride with them and they're they're very different from the from the east side but also just delightful and fun and it was awesome how did you co- well i, I want to get to the eagles <laughs> but how did you communicate <laughs> with them um uh, well we were we have a guide service so there's an outfitter and everything that um the organization that this trip is um run through is the Flagstaff International Relief Effort. And they try very hard to work with local companies for every part of it. And so we had a local outfitter um, that provided a a guide, basically, and he was our translator for the whole trip. Um, Kazakh is a very difficult language. So even though I really wanted to learn just some basic words to, to get around, oh, man, it's it's hard. It's a tongue twister. Um, but if I go back, that's definitely on my list of things to do. I don't know. Are there courses for Kazakh? Can you? Learn? Not really. I mean, it's not in Duolingo. I mean, yeah. you're, you're going to have to find a native speaker to, to help you learn it. Um, definitely challenging. Uh, you could get around with Russian if you, they, they all speak Russian. Um, and a lot of them speak a, a little bit of English too, but, but not, not out there. There's <laughs> not much English spoken. So tell us about the Eagles. How cool was that? Uh, the coolest thing ever. I I mean, these birds are huge. They're, um, you know, 15 plus pound birds and they're so majestic. And the really, we had the benefit of hunting with two different hunters. Um, it's a father and son team and the father is a very well-respected eagle hunter who has won the Golden Eagle Festival many, many times. So he is at the top of his game. His son is also up and coming and winning a lot of things. And his son had a young eagle that was just a couple of years old. And then his father had this seven-year-old eagle, which is about as old as they keep them. After seven, eight years old, they return them to the wild. So we got to see a young eagle hunting and and an older, mature eagle hunting. And it was just hilarious to see the differences. I mean, these are, you know, these animals are like anything else, like dogs or horses that you work with. They have individual personalities. They have, you know, their little quirks and and different ways that they interact with their handlers. And um, it was really very cool. The, the older eagle was just spectacular. And she knew her job. And she loved her handler. And she performed just spectacularly. Now, do they do this from horseback? Yes, it's all from horseback. And they are, I know, it was amazing to watch them mount up with an eagle on their arm. Yeah, which I mean, that's a, lot. a whole other <laughs> level of coordination, you know. <laughs> And what? How did you find? We talked to. We covered the Mongol Derby every year, and of course, we talked to them all about riding the ponies. And yes. how did you find the ponies? 
Well, first of all, don't ever call them ponies. They are horses. (laughs) They are small horses. They are amazing. Um, I own a Mustang and I think Mustangs are about the most sure-footed, amazing horses. You know, we ride in rough country here. Um, I live on a working cattle ranch. And so I'm up and down and all over the place at speed. And I love my Mustang. And I will say these Mongolian horses are Mustangs times 100. They are so sure-footed. They are so fast. They are so capable. And, you know, they're, they're not pets. They are not super friendly um, that, you know, they don't want to be loved on and cuddled. They don't have names um, and they, they truly are livestock. But when you get on their back and you tell them to go, they go and they are just phenomenal. I wish I could have brought one back with me, honestly. <laughs> I, I just loved their horses. So if they don't have names, they just say, I'll go take the yellow one at the end. Yes, you know, Is that exactly. how they do it? <laughs> yeah, red. they say there's a gray, red, yeah, exactly. you know, whatever, because they, they're all colors of the rainbow. I mean, you will see every single genetic type in those horses as far as color is concerned, which really surprised me. I'm like, look, Appaloosa's. And I guess my understanding is that's actually where the Appaloosa genetics came from, which I had no idea, but it's pretty interesting. Okay. So one question we always ask everybody that goes to Mongolia, drink, did you drink the fermented mare's milk? (laughs) I did not. I was never offered it and I did not drink it. I did drink, um, I, I did drink milk vodka, however, which, um, is you know unique, but that I didn't mind. Disgusting. It. it was fine. It was fine. I mean, it was It tasted different. <laughs> it was okay. I I I can't complain. It it was okay. It maybe isn't something I would like go out and buy a lot of, but it wasn't horribly disgusting. <laughs> you were desperate at that point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just said yes. I ate a lot of weird stuff on this trip, and my philosophy is, you know, if someone offers you something when you're in their home, you. You, unless you really can't eat it, you know, you just say yes, sure, and you try a little bit. And I ate uh, intestines. I ate all kinds of strange meats. I had horse for the first time. I've never eaten horse in my life, and I had horse, and I will say it was very good. <laughs> Half the audience just left. Jamie's know, out because she's a vegetarian. <laughs> so we all we always joke that Jamie couldn't do the Mongol Derby because she's a vegetarian. Do they have any vegetables in Mongolia? Not much. Um, I mean, we had vegetables because this is a trip designed for Westerners. So they fed us very, very well. Um, Actually overfed us. I mean, it was incredible. We had vegetables and fruits and wonderful meals. But yeah, generally, if you go to a gare um, and sit down with a family, and and gare is what they call a yurt in Mongolia. That's what they call them. So you know, if you sit down with a family, you will be presented with a spread and it is all meat and dairy. That is it. They are herdy, herders. They're nomadic and the animals provide meat and they provide dairy products, but the land does not provide vegetables very readily. It is just not suited well, to not that. Only that, so. that means you'd have to stay for a long time, right? You'd have to stay for at least five, six months to get the crop. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you just don't see many vegetables at and all. there's no Walmarts I, out in the middle. There, no right? Walmarts. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you say was, was your highlight and what was the thing that you went, oh my God, I don't ever want to do that again? 
Um, I don't, let's see. So highlight is easy. Um, I was selected out of our group to ride in the Eagle Festival um, with our Eagle Hunter's brother in the quote unquote kiss the girl game, which involved zero kissing, but it was a race around the arena with your partner. So you both take off at a gallop and then the woman is supposed to whip the man as many times as she can. So you got to ride really close <laughs> together and hit him with your whip as many times as you can. And, and I didn't actually understand because I don't speak Kazakh that I'm supposed to whip my horse a whole bunch too. So mostly I was just whipping the guy, but I was supposed to also be whipping my horse <clears throat> and going as fast as you possibly can. And so I think that was the, the element I, I didn't quite get, but we still came in fourth out of like 20, uh, you know, riders. And I was one of only a couple of Westerners. So I feel like we did pretty well, but that was for sure the highlight um, of the trip for me. And um, so whipping a strange man on horseback was your highlight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got out of that. <laughs> man, they're, they're into it too. He, the whole time I was, we were getting ready to go. He's like, okay, you just hit me, you hit me really hard. I mean, he's, speaking Kazakh. So I assume this is what he's saying, but he's like <laughs> trying to get me to whip him. And he kept taking the whip from me. And, it like, makes you wonder himself. where these things start. I really don't want to know, actually, to be honest. <laughs> well, the, 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 like, the idea of the game is that the man has stolen a kiss and uh, then the woman chases him and whips him for stealing the kiss. Well, so that's like, you know, that appeals to game. most women who have had that happen over the life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Jamie's going, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was really fun. I mean, the festival is like a big state fair, you know, and, and it's half tourists and half locals and everybody is just riding horses around and having fun. There's little tiny kids with falcons on their arm, just riding around on their horses and, it's a blast. It's an absolute blast. So what was, was there one thing that you, you came back uh, and said, I don't want to do that again? Hmm. Well, I will say that, um, this, the capital city, uh, Ulaanbaatar is extremely, uh, polluted in the wintertime because the country uses coal. It's all coal heat. Mm. And that I will say, I would prefer not to spend any large amount of time there in the dead of winter, because just as we were leaving the country, the coal fires were beginning and you could see the pollution settling in because it's kind of in a bowl. That must be great for your lungs, huh? That's a, the, I think respiratory ailments are their second leading cause of death. And, and it's easy to understand why. There's a lot of, I mean, it's all coal fire, coal heat. And you know, that's um, what it used to be like in London and New York and all yes. the big cities a hundred years ago. That's what it yes. was like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would say that was my, my least favorite thing, but I, I didn't have anything about the, the trip. Uh, oh, I guess I would say it started to get a bit cold for sleeping in gears by the time we left. I think we had an 11 degree night, um, which was a bit chilly <laughs> for, for camping, but um we still had, you know, we had fire in our airs. We had um, little fireplaces, so it wasn't terrible, but it was still quite, quite cold. So what was the name of the organization you did this with again? So this is, um, the trips are run through an organization called the Flagstaff International Relief Effort, which is uh, FIRE. Um, that's their acronym. And they're a nonprofit NGO, and they are um, headquartered in Flagstaff. And 
they were started in uh, about 1999. Um, this was kind of, you know, the, the Soviet Union collapsed in 1990 and Mongolia was just in an absolute, you know, economic disaster. And there was a, a photojournalist by the name of David Edwards who started doing photography over there and just seeing the devastation specifically with, with respect to children. And so he started carrying, you know, donated uh, bags of donated clothing over just duffel bags full of winter clothes for the orphans and and the street children. And eventually that developed into um, an organization to help orphans in Mongolia. And they would send over these big containers full of winter clothes and, and they'd take them around the country and deliver them directly to the people. So it was always a hand to hand kind of a thing. Um, and over the years, that's just turned into um, whatever you know kind of challenges the country is facing. The organization has shifted and changed to try to help meet those challenges. And so now, what they do is mainly healthcare focused. Um, they're working on health programs, uh, specifically with respect to hepatitis and uh, liver cancer, but also just helping with you know, making sure everybody has sharps containers in all of the clinics and hospitals and and just sort of that basic cleanliness type of help. Um, But they're doing really incredible work over there. And um, I got to see a lot of that uh, firsthand as well when I was there. So that was pretty cool. Well, we'll, we're running out of time. We'll put a link in our show notes to the Flagstaff International Relief Effort. Uh, So if somebody wants to check that out and maybe do their own trip, they can do that. Amy, thank you so much for joining us today. Awesome. You're very welcome. Thank you guys for having me. Wintech has always made riding easy and comfortable, combining world-leading innovations in high-tech materials and lightweight, weatherproof, and easy-care saddles. It's easy to see why Wintech is the world's number one synthetic saddle brand. This comprehensive Wintech range offers not only cutting-edge designs, but improved standards and fit, comfort, and performance benefits for both you and your horse. Time to ride, time to enjoy, time to get a Wintech saddle. Find out more at Wintech.com. Dash saddles.com. I am so excited about mine. It's coming any day. They said a week or two longer, and then I'm going to have my new wind deck. I'm so excited. Yay. Very cool. I am pleased to welcome to the show one of our auditors who just rescued a horse, uh, basically from a really bad ad, Steph Pesca. Thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. Oh, my God. Where are you located? So I am located in Tomahawk, Wisconsin, where we are already seeing some snow. Oh, my God. I knew it was Wisconsin. I'm so (laughs) excited to talk to you. This is great. Um, All right. Well, now that we know where you are and where you're from, tell us about this new pony. Was it really a bad ad that made you get this horse? Oh, it was a bad ad. It definitely wasn't the worst ad out there, but it wasn't anything good, I guess, if you want to say that. Um, I was actually scrolling through Facebook at 10 o'clock at night when I probably should have been in bed and saw an ad that pretty much read, looking to rehome my three-year-old quarter horse mare. She She's halter broke, stands tied, and will load in a trailer. And that's pretty much all I saw when I inquired on her. 
And when I inquired on her, I got the photos. And that is when I knew I absolutely had to get her. There was no questions about it. Um, I knew I was finding a way to get her home. Okay. Was she located near you? Um, So she was about three hours away from me. I ended up making the deal work out the next morning and worked a full day of work and then drove three hours right after that one way to go get her and then brought her home and got home around 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, describe the photos that made you get in the car and drive six hours post-work. Um, you could. So when the photos were posted, she had cockleburs in her mane, forelock and tail and not just a little bit. She was absolutely covered in them to the point you couldn't even tell she had a mane tail. She couldn't flick her tail at all. She actually had an ear that was closed shut due to cockleburs. She had an eye that was draining and had pus coming out of it. Um, we got them. It, it was absolutely kind of astounding that she looked the way she did i knew she needed to get out of there she needed a soft landing i just knew right then and there so do you have a farm or is this a boarded situation nope, I, luckily i have my own place um so she's kind of in an area by herself right now um, where she could still see the other horses but we're, we're really giving her some nice hay she's getting some grain she's got a blanket on um, you could see her backbone, her hips, just about what you can imagine of, uh, oh my God, we need to go get this horse in right now. Oh, it's so exactly something I would do. And then my husband gets so <laughs> mad. <laughs> do you have a supportive partner or are you on your I own? I do. Like, I do. So luckily he actually did all the driving for me and I got to sit in the passenger seat and try and find as much information about her as I could. Um, I did actually end up tracking down the breeder, and she is pretty royally bred on top of it. She is half thoroughbred, even though she's a quarter horse. Um, She has multiple grade stakes winners on the dam side and some running bred quarter horses on the the sire side. So she's pretty awesomely bred on top of it, which was kind of a surprise, but kind of a nice surprise to find out. Okay, well, looking at the picture... I mean, she's kind of got her winter coat coming in, but you can see her spine, her pelvis, her, I mean, basically you can almost see her neck bones, but she has a giant, giant head in the picture. I don't know if that's just the angle and and, um, nothing about this horse appears royally bred. (laughs) Right. I know. And she looks tiny. Is she bigger than she looks in the picture? Um, so she's about 14, two, 14, three, nothing super tall. Um, so I think she's going to have some growing to do. She's going to hopefully have some catching up to do and not be stunted. So you got her papers and everything. Yeah. Surprisingly. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let me, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but what does a emaciated cocklebird type horse go for in Wisconsin? 
Um, I paid 750 bucks for her and was probably Uh a little bit more than I should have even paid, but it was the lowest I could get her out of there for. And it was like, just take my money and give me the horse, please. I got a good deal with Scooter. I got Scooter tied to a tree at $200. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, we've all, we've all done. I remember I bought the one eyed horse and they were asking 750 and Chad's like, I'll give you 250 bucks. Like yep. put him in the trailer, get the cut, get the truck. Uh, yeah, so we've all we've all done that, but yeah, seven fifty. I mean, she, with papers and everything, and she's got good breeding. And so the the next question is, good lord, those cockleburs are <laughs> embedded. I mean, her tail looks like a tree branch. Were you yep. able to get them out? And if so, how the heck did you do that? I used a whole lot of cowboy magic, shoshin, and a little tiny comb, and we picked, it was me and my boyfriend, for four hours, we picked out cockleburr after cockleburr. We filled wow, two, he's a keeper. The boyfriend, oh, you need to keep him. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, so, it just it just hours and hours. Now, now this poor horse Wait a minute. Like, Before you go on, let's. I don't want to go away from the cockleburrs yet. Okay. I'm not. I, I'm not going away from it. A no. show of hands of all three people on this call. We know what she did. I would have got the clippers out. You, Jamie. Um. I mean, I'm not going to shave a horse's tail, Glenn. Yeah, and the I'm not going to shave a forelock and probably that mane, though. anything in the ears. <laughs> the mane, I probably would have just zip zip. <laughs> give me the scissors. Um. But I must say too, like this poor horse is like here. I am peacefully walking in a field, rolling around in cockleburs, and then this woman ties me up and picks at me for four hours. Did she appreciate the gesture, or was she like irritated? Oh, she actually stood there pretty well. So I gave her some grain and a hay bag just so she could kind of stand tied and relax. And she pretty much stood there the entire time, ate some grain, ate some hay, slept. She did so good. And she has she seen the vet yet? She did. So we actually had the vet out late last night and she does have an ulcer in her eye, which I did suspect. Um, the person I got her from tried claiming that it was just some powder that got in her eye when I got her home and could actually see her eye in the sunlight. I could visibly see the ulcer in the center of her eye called my vet and he's like, Oh, I'm 20 minutes down the road. I'll stop by. We'll get it taken care of. Oh my gosh. People in Wisconsin are so nice. Like, (laughs) My little bit of my accent is coming out. <laughs> I love I do, don't ever stop. I love it so much. I hope you don't think I'm making fun of you. I think it's fantastic. No, it's okay. Um, it's okay. <laughs> so she was covered. I think I read she was covered in ticks and all that. Oh, just let me just stop and just say great job, friend. That is cool. Just thank awesome. you. Were there other horses there? So there was. So we actually, we ended up actually rescuing two, and okay, the other one, my close, <laughs> yeah, the other one, my friend has, and he is actually in a little bit worse condition, which is sad. And this is going to hurt your heart a little bit, Jamie. But he is a six-year-old off-the-track thoroughbred that raced less than a year ago, and he was even in worse condition than this little girl. And the change happened within four months. Wow. So I'll definitely have to post a photo to the auditors of the four months difference of what happened to him as well. So we are so grateful. Between coming 
between coming off the track and now where he's at four months later? And it wasn't anybody from off the track. So he actually was sold to an eventing barn that where they kind of like take off the track thoroughbreds, get them going a little bit towards a second career. But he just wasn't quite sound enough to stay at a eventing level and was sold then to a trail home, which we believe is what happened within those four months of the condition he looks now. Oh, bless him. Well, thank you for saving two. Were there others there? Were you like, just put them on? So she actually had them at the end of the driveway tied to a trailer and I couldn't see any other horses in sight. So truthfully, I can't answer that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. She knew what a shyster she was, huh? (laughs) Wow. That sucks. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that, uh, there's people like that in the world. I mean, it's, it's not surprising at this point, but it's sad nonetheless, but even better is there's people in the world like you and your oh, friend who you. took these horses and rescued them. And I just, I mean, I'm giving you a hug all the way with Thompson. <laughs> Thank you. And what's her name, by the way, what do we call her? We are naming her Sky. Okay, well, give Sky a giant cookie with sugar in it from us. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for sharing your story and good luck. And keep us posted. I want like I, I want updates will. all the time. All right. Thank you guys so much. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire, let the buyer beware. Horse trading, they tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading, well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. That's right. It is time for Really Bad Ads, that time of the week when you, our listeners, submit ads to us, and we have a little bit of fun with them. And they're usually from Craigslist or Facebook or somewhere, and we've been doing this for like 12 years. So it's been a long time. Every Friday, we've done thousands of these ads, and for some reason, there's always more. There's just more. It's like people don't learn. <laughs> it, it's true. Well, and Horselovers.com is the sponsor of this segment, and they also provide the prizes that we give out. We usually go five, four or five weeks, and then we give out the prizes, and then they provide us new prizes. And Horselovers.com is the home to 120,000 items for you, your horse, your barn, and your holiday shopping, which is coming up very quickly. So check them out at Horseloverswithaz.com, and the prizes this month include a Weatherbeater Prime saddle pad and ear bonnet. That's a $60 value. That's a durable cotton pad with wick easy lining to help your horse stay cool, dry, and comfortable. Also, Jamie, what else do we have? There's the Gatsby Nylon, nylon Cooler Saddlebag with Cantle and a Gatsby Nylon Western Saddle Carrier. Both of those $60 value. And also, we have some cool curtains, two seven-foot cool curtain panels for stall doors. They're valued at $85 or $85 each. And basically, you put these on your stall doors, and they keep out the sun's rays and the birds and the bugs. Uh, they're a really cool design, and they, you can fit them in almost any run-in shed or barn or kennel, aisleway, hay storage buildings, all of that stuff. But it's a really cool thing that we didn't know anything about till we started giving them away. I love it. So 
we had a, some ads that were submitted that we are not going to be able to get to all of them. So Nicole, Olivia, Lindsay, and Anne, we, we received your ads and you're in for the drawings. We just it won't have time to get to all of them today. And now here's the other part. This is tremendously terrible. Is Glenn can't play any of your ads that you recorded. So we're going to save those. And well, next week next we won't week. have to do any work. So hey, that's a good point. <laughs> good point. So, so we'll Katie, get it over today. Katie sent this one in. I don't know where from. 11-year-old gelding rides and does tricks. Great guy. Been there, done that, ready for new home. And Jamie, uh, tell us what the picture's of. That's a camel, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> it rides and does tricks. <laughs> doing tricks. Uh, it's laying on the ground in one photo and a uh, very... Um, Barnum and Bailey circus looking guy uh, is doing it. And then another... in the middle in the middle of an arena and Jamie on the bottom right corner, look at the stands. Can you tell me how packed that arena is watching him do his tricks oh, with his camel? Oh man, this is a very popular <laughs> event. I see three people in the grandstands <laughs> watching this camel stand on a pedestal. And that's why it's for sale, because nobody cared. And didn't come <laughs> nobody cares. <laughs> so there it is. It didn't say how much this beast was. I'm sure it's. Do they like call them geldings? I guess. Yes, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. Maybe we should just get camels and see how it goes. <laughs> You're listening to the Camel Radio. Well, Network. you live in Oklahoma. It's pretty dry there. That's camel territory, right what there. What a beautiful day for camels <laughs> Can you imagine, in Chad, the if you if you brought a camel home? <laughs> and I'm going to do a podcast on camels. Here we go. <laughs> I bet you there is one. <laughs> um, Rebecca sent this next one in, I believe. And, and, and I think she emailed to me. I sent to Jen or somebody did it. So if, if multiple people sent this in, you're going to get credit for it. We'll go back and look. Um, oh, wait a minute. Before you do this ad. I don't know where to start. Before you do this ad, Apple Podcasts. There's a podcast called Camel Connection Podcast. Of course. Whether you're a camel owner, wannabe owner, or simply an adoring camel fan, you're in the right place for some fun, useful, and interesting camel talk. Join us here for fun to learn about camels, (laughs) how to care for them, train them, and handle them, plus insider stories and interviews. We need to get this lady on. (laughs) Yeah. And do you think that they're looking at our podcast going, (laughs) a lively, entertaining look at the horse world? Like, what? (laughs) I need to get this woman on. I want to know about camels. All right, go ahead. I know. That'd be great. All right. So this next ad, it's a photo of a... Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm sorry to interrupt again. Uh, March 26, 2022 was the last episode. It says, Closing the Camel Podcast. Oh, I'm devastated. <laughs> well, maybe we can get her to do a daily, uh, you know, horses in the morning, like a monthly episode here. Yeah. Okay, you should approach you her. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. All right. Now stop interrupting. I'm, I'm doing sorry. this ad because it's fantastic. It's a photo of a full, full knight in a knight's uniform. It's a, a knight and in it, shining armor. A knight in shining armor. Hi. I'm authentic Transylvanian noble knight descendant i'm looking to see if anyone willing to donate me oh god there's no punctuation (sighs) okay 
I'm authentic Transylvanian noble knight descendant. I'm looking to see if anyone willing to donate me a black stallion horse as a <laughs> gift for respect for my family heroic act for fighting in Europe. Most important war for Christianity. What? <laughs> my great great grandfather was a knight in the 1500s and fought for Christianity and received the noble title for his family. When I was five years old, when I was five year old, I received a horse as a gift in Europe, but later I moved to USA. King Arpad received a white horse stallion as a gift for fighting for Christianity, and it was common and is common for nobility and knights to receive horses as gifts for their heroic act. My plan is to go to medieval show traditional events, dress up in my knight shiny armor and ride my horse and people can take pictures. <laughs> So even if someone would let me borrow their horse as a gift would be appreciated. Thank you. Authentic Transylvanian noble knight. <laughs> I, I don't know where to go. I no, don't know where to go. Your great, great, great grandfather was an authentic Transylvanian noble knight. <laughs> In the 1500s. And because well, of that, you should get a free gift of a black stallion. Here's the thing. I don't have a black stallion, but clearly it's tradition for me to give yes. a random Craigslist poster a free horse because of his no noble birth. So I'm going to have to well, I'm gonna take a look around, mm. see what I got. Mm. And as a guy who did Renaissance fairs where they had knights, um, uh, I can tell you that uh, they're, they're more noble than this guy. I'm just saying. What's funny is that um, there's a copyright in the lower right portion oh, right. of the, the thing that Rebecca sent in. And uh, basically it's a watermark of a photographer at a costume company. So this is not even him. Not Wait even a second. Him. Hold on. Are you telling me this guy's a scammer? No. That is so crazy. I just, I was about to hand him my Andalusian because that's what knights ride. Yeah, the suit of armor pictured here is about a $30,000 piece of suit of armor here. So, yeah, I doubt this guy. I can't that. believe that's a scam. <laughs> yeah. God, I fell for it again. Oh, and you were about to give up your black stallion, too. I was. Mm. I was handing it over. He's pretty picky for wanting a free horse, too. I'm just I mean, saying. really. Yeah. But you know what? I just want to borrow a horse and take it to a jousting contest and be a knight. I'm sure he'll bring it right back. <laughs> yes. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Gwen had sent the next one in. This is North Carolina Horse Network Facebook. No, they're very short today. All of them are very short. Anna is nine years old. 15.2 HH, no sound. Does that mean not sound or no or sound? Doesn't make quiet. any sound? Yeah, just very quiet. <laughs> Sweet, gentle girl. Low man in the herd. Is it a girl or a boy? Well-mannered cult. Perfect for someone who would prefer just reading around slowly. Wait a minute. Okay. So we start with Anna is nine years old, a sweet, gentle girl. Then it's a low man. And then it's a well-mannered cult. Yeah. You know what they, you know what that <laughs> just is called, Glenn? What? A really bad ad? A really bad ad. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know which it is. You know what? I wonder if she'd like to give it to the fake night guy. Oh, perfect. perfect. I mean, it's a cult, clearly. Uh, Hannah sent it in the next It would be fun one. to get both of those on at the same time. And we got to match. You know <laughs> what? If you so could, Listen, who sent me that ad about the night? Let's see. That was Rebecca. Rebecca. I need you to send me their phone number because I think it would be a fantastic guest idea to have an actual, authentic Transylvania <laughs> night as a guest on our show. So make it happen, Rebecca. <laughs> and I while you're at it, number. could you get Kaylee Kuko for us too? And who's your maybe guy? He's handsome and Tom Burlington. And oh, by the yeah. way, I did think maybe you were going to get him on for my birthday, but whatever, you did nothing. <laughs> um, Hannah says your picture uh, is on his ball and it has a whole bunch of darts in it. So, uh, uh, listen, I don't think I've been <laughs> I think it's his people that are, I don't think he hates me. I don't think he just knows who I am. I think his people are like this girl would not leave us alone. Okay. <clears throat> Hannah sent this one in. This is a trailer for sale. A single horse bumper pull horse trailer pulls. Nice. New floorboards last year. Most of the lights work. The important ones. <laughs> no VIN plate that I can find. Company that built it was in business from the 1940s to the 1990s. So it's between 30 and 80 years old. You decide. <laughs> I'm going to go 80. Yeah, I'm going to go 82. I'm going to go 80. <laughs> it's your typical round-fronted trailer. It looks like maybe a one-and-a-half horse. Uh, but it does have new tires on it. They actually have air, which I was impressed. Uh, but it, it does say built by Hale Manufacturing Company right there. As that, that looks like yeah. you could something you'd buy out of the Sears and Robot catalog. You're not going to get a title for this one, I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't think. And so. it looks like a jail cell in the back because it has bars going up. It really is scary. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And there's stuff sticking out of the windows. I don't know what those are. Um, Adrian sent the next one in. This is from Registered Grade Horses Indiana. Looking for a horse barrel and jump prospect, not really picky on breed, no OTTB. So <laughs> okay, you are I'm, picky on I'm breed. Not picky, I just don't want one of those thoroughbred things. <laughs> don't give me one of those things. And by the way, usually a barrel and a chump, jump prospect are not in the same league. Just saying. No. no. And they're mostly OTTB. <laughs> Suck it! Uh, Kayla sent this one in. Again, I'm going to do two in a row because they're both short. Uh, I have one female duck born in March. She occasionally lays an egg. <laughs> it's a good home. Free. <laughs> I would actually take that duck. Yeah, it's you would. Free. <laughs> you would. Uh, face said in the next one. Oh, Lord have mercy. It's horses for sale in South Georgia. This is a Facebook page. Picture of a little buckskin needs experience to function correctly. Thirteen point three hands, not for the inexperienced. She does come with a winter blanket, a fly sheet, and a fly boot. <laughs> needs experience to function correctly. I don't even know what that means. Needs experience to function correct. Well, don't we all? Yeah. I mean, that's a blanket statement. <laughs> that's a first. We're getting some firsts today. Jody sent this one in. 
I think it might be our last one today. Jody no, I said, got one after this. Oh, you do? Okay. Quarter horse for sale, $1,000. I have a male baby quarter horse for sale. He is just over a year. He is ready to go. He is not aggressive, and he will be able to train to ride soon. I no, would- he won't! <laughs> I would prefer if you can provide transportation for him. He will come with headgear, call if interested. Do you think this was the husband and he got it in a divorce? I, I, what a, wow. A male, this is, I don't know. It's somebody who doesn't know anything. So either it's a husband and a divorce or somebody bought, like, they're like, let's have a pregnant the horse now a baby, you know, like, and then they're like, well, this is a terrible idea because we know nothing about horses. So now we need to sell the male baby quarter horse with the headgear. I'm going with the husband got it in divorce. That sounds I that sounds more hopeful to me <laughs> than the other option. That's what I'm going All right. With. Finally, then we're going to go to and you don't you can't see this picture, but I'll have to describe it to you. I found this one and I thought it would be good to add to end on. Uh, this is from the Oklahoma Horse Connection Facebook page. And uh, the well, let me read you the first sentence. APHA black and white paint. Now, uh, looking at the pictures. It's a it's a brown paint. <laughs> so good start. Off to a good start. APHA black and white paint run bread broodmare. She is one hundred percent sound in every way, but I bought her for a broodmare. And I owned her. This is uh, this is one of those ads where like you're probably giving me too much information. Um I owned her years ago, and we rode her some. She is lazy, so no one wanted to ride her most of the time. And everyone grabbed a horse with some go. And I had her bred to my own stallion and then ended up selling her. And she had the most gorgeous buckskin cult you'd ever see. So then I bought her back and I've had her since. And I bred her last year and the cult didn't survive. He died and I didn't breed her back this year. And only available because I'm cutting way back on my mouse that I have to feed. And I'm located in Potu, Oklahoma. Thank you for all of that information. <laughs> She's 100% sound in every way, except the whole breeding thing. Except for we don't ride her. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. And nobody likes to ride her. Because, right. you know. <laughs> I, she'd be my perfect horse for riding, actually. Yeah, exactly. She's so lazy. Ain't nobody going to get on her. <laughs> Perfect Glenn, for me. You don't want to ride that dang horse. Yeah, I mean, I do. it don't do nothing but walk around. And yep, we trying to sounds- get out here and... Absolutely perfect. Absolutely perfect. (laughs) We want to do some running. You just want to do some walking. So you go ahead, hop on that horse, and you move along. We're going to go this way. You go that way. Do you think the authentic Transylvania Noble Knight would like that horse? It ain't no stallion. Oh, that's true. It's a mirror. It's not black, is it? It's brown. Oh, yeah, not, not going to work. You know what? If anybody wants to give me a free black stallion, too, just hit me up. <laughs> yeah, everybody's signing up for that, too. Yeah, most people <laughs> want to give. Where was really it? Did nice. you have an ancestor that was a noble knight? You know, my dad's here. Hey, Dad, Jane, did we have any ancestors who were noble uh, or knights, nobility, royalty? I'm afraid. Oh, no, man. nothing. He said, I'm afraid not. 
What were Sorry. they? I'm gonna ask him in the post show. I will ask him where the where the ancestry comes from. That's you know what, what, Glenn? I would love to know the answers to this because I will. I will. He he will not know, or he will make something up. Okay, well, good. Either way, it's good with me. All right, <laughs> we'll do that. Well, here you show. go. It's an interview <laughs> with my daddy. All right, thank you everybody for joining us today. You all have a terrific weekend. We'll be back next week. Now, uh, Jamie won't be here. You're going to be uh, playing horsey for two weeks, right? I am going to be uh, doing the clinic for a couple weeks, so we'll uh, we'll talk to you after that. And uh, Lisa's yeah, going to be filling in for you, so Lisa Waisaki will be here. We'll have shows. It's just Jamie won't be here. We'll miss you. Oh, I'm sorry. But I know you're, do- you're. But I feel better about you not being here because you're helping people help horses. So that's Thanks. perfect. Thanks, bud. That's perfect. All right. So do a good job. Don't screw it up, and don't get yelled at by Monty. I well, I yeah. We'll see. No promises. <laughs> Spay, neuter, and geld. Time for the Auditor Post Show. We want to remind you that this is not always safe for work or the kiddos. Thanks for hanging around for our nonsense. All right, I'm going to get him set up. So is your name Eugene or just Gene? Well, it's Eugene, but I've always gone by Gene. My dad yeah. was Eugene. That, that's great name. He went I by Gene also. You know, oh. I don't think there's any Eugenes under 70 years old now. <laughs> well, well, I can assure you, I'm not under 70 years old. <laughs> There's not many Glens around in the world anymore either. There's no babies being named Glenn anymore. I think we're a dying no. breed too. So, no, my father, my father was Glenn. So, yes, really. Oh my God! So my dad was Eugene. Yeah. Your father was Glenn. Yes. Oh yes. my God. Oh, that's a coincidence right there. So, uh, all right, I want to know about ancestry. So, where's where does Jamie come from? Because we read this story about this noble Transvanian knight here. Um, so, she didn't come from royalty. Was did she come from peasant stock? What do we know? Well, we don't know much. Um, in fact, we're working on that now with my sister and brother, um, trying to retrace. What we what we can find out, we know they were from Wales originally. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, that's where your accent comes from. I'm I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but no, it, it it's uh, from there. That's but we we are working on that now. It's funny you it comes up because that's what we're working on. So Wales, maybe then. Uh, yes. Was it both sides from England? From yes. Europe, yeah, yeah, yes. from Europe or from the yes. Great Britain, yeah, Great Britain. Yeah. Wow, no, I didn't. Glenn, yeah, I mean, not to dive too deep, I can't really hear you, but you, you, my dad actually watched me ride a horse yesterday. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time in a while, right? Yes, it is. I, I, it was years before I'd watch a jump. Period. That our old man could not take that. <laughs> I couldn't take it when my wife was doing eventing either. It was oh, out. It was, oh. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm with you there. I'm with I, you. I could watch you get her on and off the horse, but I, I, I it was years before I got to watch you jump. You know, you know what, but, though? It was probably more dangerous her working in those radio stations downtown Atlanta than it was riding the horses. <laughs> very true. Very true. And go down there and 
I get to watch it work sometimes, and it was it was a lot of fun. But but not downtown Atlanta. You don't want to go there unless you have to. Now, what did you did? Were you proud if you were driving through Atlanta and you'd hear her on the radio? Oh, that was great. Yeah, that was absolutely great. And it was what was great was you know she'd come over to my house. I lived in Decatur. Um, she'd come over to the house and sit on the porch and talk about different things. Um, but then I can remember I wanted her to get out of the business because she was, she was getting up so early in the morning and she was having headaches and, and, you know, so she finally did. Get you know out. what, though? It yeah. was tough because that business, you, in those days, not anymore, but in the radio business in those days, you could make a lot of money, uh, you know. Yeah. She, I, she, she, I think she was doing fine. I certainly don't know. Um, but but it was it was a lot of fun to be driving down the road and listening to my daughter on the radio. And it was also fun to have my friends – I knew some ladies back then, and they listened to her radio station. And, you know, Jamie is your daughter? I said, yes, ma'am. So it it was a lot of fun. It was was a lot of fun. Now, what the listeners might not know, not only do we have names in common, um, but I was in the insurance business for 15 years. And uh, the insurance and investment business, that's how I started out. Well, I've been doing it for 51 years. Haven't you retired yet? Sold that place? Well, I I don't go to the office anymore. But I do. They let you go to the office anymore? No, they do not want me there. (laughs) I I, I live in Madison, Georgia, which is about fifty miles from my office. So I I don't often get to get up to get up and go. They're sick of you anyway. After fifty-one years, they want you the (laughs) hell out of there. (laughs) That's they frankly don't give a darn. I can tell you that. So, but but they take care of it, and I don't have to worry about a thing. One of the hardest no. tests I ever took in my life, Gene, was the the pro- and I took them all. I took securities tests, and you know theirs are supposed to be hard. But the property and casualty test for for selling like auto insurance and car insurance mm-hmm. that was the hardest test I ever took. Uh, well, it 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 when I took it, which was a long long time ago, it wasn't hard. Mm. But I've talked to so many people who have taking it, you know, in the years past that said it was awful. But, you know, goodness, they couldn't have cared less back 55 years ago when I took it. Um, just just become an agent and sign here. And, yeah, you know, right. We're you know, just glad somebody's selling this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> that was it. And, and, of course, everybody, you know, when the government gets involved and they want to act like they – know a whole bunch and they'll make a test real tough so now were you did you start door to door oh no no, no? Okay. It was, I, my my grandfather started the insurance company in georgia it was state farm and my father was for many years a leading agent in the company and i started working his um his office I, it was it was not a debit type insurance I did not have to go door to door. Okay, well that's good. You know, I know yeah. a lot of those guys did when they started out, especially back in the forties and fifties. They would. They, oh, they had to. Yeah. yeah. 
They would go to her. You know, one of the best perks of being an insurance agent when I was, and I was probably 80 to the middle 90s, uh, was the company trips were fantastic. (laughs) I don't know if they spend a lot of money on the company trips anymore, but they used to. Oh, no. It's still a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I've been some wonderful places on trips that they paid for. Uh, Now, I'm not active enough to, you know, quote, win trips anymore, Mm -hmm. but they they still go in great places. That was motivation for me to sell was winning trips. It worked for me. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It it was years ago, the trips were called, it was State Farm, the State Farm Millionaire Trips. And... Then they realize we shouldn't go around calling ourselves millionaires. Yeah, <laughs> probably not <laughs> <You know>? wise, no. <laughs> so it's all kind of changed. When you're declining people's uh, claims, <laughs> you then you run around yeah. calling yourself a millionaire. Yeah, that's not that, good. <laughs> it did not work well. <laughs> the PR um, agency should have uh, latched onto that one. <laughs> that's, well, no, I got to tell you, I, I burned out. I was doing mostly securities, though, by the time. I wasn't doing a lot of insurance. And securities tests were tough, too. But uh, oh, oh, I was traveling to people. I was dealt with farmers, mostly. And I just got tired in that day of driving to people's farms in the middle you know, what after it was dark, you couldn't see. You didn't have cell phones, so you didn't have GPSs. They gave you directions, and you know how that is. It's you know the fourth tree from the left, and then turn at the wheelbarrow, and you hope to find it in the dark. And and all those farms look alike in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. So you know, I I just got tired of that uh, and being out till you know ten, eleven at night every night because you couldn't see them mm-hmm. during the day. They were busy. Yeah. They were farmers. Yeah. 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 Well, when when I was working, you know, many years ago, uh, I always would try to catch people if if they couldn't come to the office. You know, half the people did half. The, you know, I, I'd say, what time do you get home? And they'd say five o'clock. I said, I'll be at your house at five fifteen. We'll sit in the kitchen and talk about it. Then I'll leave. So I we did a lot of that, too. So was Jamie a real pain in the ass when she was in high school? It was scary. Um, <laughs> I think we'll just leave it at that. Because <laughs> I know great. she's there. <laughs> uh, she's right here. No, she's great. She was great. All right, you guys are boring me, so I'm leaving. I'm going to meet the vet. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, Gene, thanks for joining us in the post show. We appreciate it. <laughs> My friend, I look forward to seeing you again soon. All right. Thanks, Gene. See you. Thanks, Glenn. Bye. Bye-bye.